Hi, Javi. Hi, Mace. Welcome back to Queer Town. It's so good to be here with you. Somehow we've made it to another holiday season. I know. This is what? Our third? <laughs> second? <laughs> fourth on the pod? I don't know. It's, uh, where? Who's counting? Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're two young little twinks out there in the world. Yes. <laughs> Just <laughs> twinkling about. <laughs> well, unfortunately, we are not alone today. No, we're we not. are joined by our fabulous friends from Queer Film Theory. Hi, Mike. Hi, Leslie. Hello. Hi, did you say, unfortunately, you're joined by other people? <laughs> Surely not. Surely not. I, I uh, intended to say fortunate. <laughs> all right. All right. We can leave if you need. <laughs> yeah, it was actually great having y'all. Uh, good <laughs> like, uh, I mean, you did guest on the pod. We've got, what, like 30 seconds for you now? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how is y'all's holiday season going? Is it off to a good start? I mean. Neither of so. us are huge. We're not huge about yeah. the holidays, the two I mean, of us. I mean, like, which queer person is? Yeah. Great uh, question. Great question. We're um, definitely a chosen family mm-hmm. uh, kind of queer friend group. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did not expect that I would be having any kind of Thanksgiving. Uh, it was kind of uh, thrust upon me <laughs> in an interesting fashion. I uh, ended up going to a macaroni grill. There you go. All right. Ooh. Uh, after trying to go to a Luby's, yeah. and let me tell you a thing, you cannot get into a Luby's on a Thanksgiving. That's their like hallmark holiday. Who knew? Yeah. I did not know that. Wait, so there's like a line out the door? You would not believe wrapping around the parking lot and out <sighs> into the freeway. Holy wow. shit. Yeah. Because there's a drive through line, number one, where you can pick up your meal to go. Oh, yeah. Okay. But then there's also those who have chosen to stay for the meal. Yeah. Um, and we thought, what fun this will be to just jump in and have a Luby's type Thanksgiving. And we were thwarted. I will say, Mike and I go to Luby's more often than you might expect. Really love a Luby's. And it's planet. usually like pretty crowded. Yeah. The people love it. Wow. So, like, how often is often? Ooh. Well, what? I was there with my parents recently. Same. I like made a joke. Like we were trying to figure out where to go to dinner. They were in town. And I said, we could go to Luby's. And my dad just held it. Yeah. He was like, we could go to Luby's. <laughs> <laughs> because people don't think that they still exist. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah. Because they. Many of them don't. Many of them many, don't. Well, they keep closing and then opening again. And, uh, most recently here in Austin, uh, some windows were shattered. Oh, yes. Okay. Went through bricks. So I drive by this Luby's all yeah, the time. Yeah, same. You know and what we're saying. Yeah, and they have a window that got shattered, and they have a very adorable sign that says they can break our windows, but they won't break our holiday spirit. <laughs> yes. And then, hand to God, last night, I had a dream that they broke another window. <laughs> you had a dream? No, I had a dream. Like, you yes. literally, of your own volition. Yes. I've been having a lot of broken glass dreams. I don't mm. know what that means. It's but, probably like, something. But did they break your holiday spirit it, it's uh for, i don't remember the details of the dream but i do remember feeling like oh they're gonna have to change the sign i think, this, <laughs> I think the spirit's a yeah. little you can break both our windows <laughs> they just keep breaking but all you of can't them. break our plywood covering the window burn the whole place down but you cannot <laughs> kill everybody inside oh God. <laughs> So that's how our holidays are going. (laughs) 
Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you doing for for Christmas? Uh, I'm I'm going up to my out to my hometown. All right. In deep East Texas. Oh. Uh, visit my parents mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with my wife and dogs, which is a, a thing I never thought would ever happen to me. So, and, and like, there's is. a small victory, oh. and there's a, a large victory. In yeah. That. Yeah. Cheers to that. Yeah. Well, I'll cheers to that. But Ooh, let's get the let's yeah. Bolt wine. First cheers. Um. Yeah. Wait, you just y'all. have to be careful not to hold hands when you walk past the house that has um, a bass on top of a, it's a flag they fly. It's a Confederate flag with a bass. Oh no. Like jumping Mm. on on it. I really dislike that. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I mean, I've I've driven through East Texas Mm -hmm. and have felt the need to code switch a little and be a little bit careful. Do you still kind of feel that way when you go back? I do. And that's probably just more, me okay. than anyone around me. Yeah. Um, like my, my, my parents and I have a great relationship. Yeah. They adore my wife. It took me a minute to like loop them in in that way. But, yeah. um, but it, yeah, it's just very conservative, very religious. And, um, I kind of, yeah, I go into it in a very defensive position yeah. for sure. Yeah. For sure. But, yeah. um, uh, yeah, they might surprise me if I chilled out, but I don't chill out. Yeah. That's fair. That's yeah. Fair. Cause I've got a Capricorn sun and moon. Love it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Thank you. Well, and what you're doing is a trauma response. It hey. <laughs> Talking about the Zodiac. Oh, is, is it? Referring to. Oh. <laughs> Deflect much? <laughs> Excuses for everything. Yeah. Hey. Very nice. Hey, that's good. Thank you. Sometimes I forget about the soundboard. I literally don't think I've touched it in three episodes. So um, <laughs> it's we, coming back. When we get it. We <laughs> get it. That's going to be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as for myself, I'm going to be heading to Phoenix, Arizona. Wow. Uh, where my uh, military family, okay. after my father retired, dragged us all down to uh, Arizona. And uh, my parents are just drying out there. And will be for quite some time. And it's a real depressing family time. So going to be there for three days and then going to uh, come back here and enjoy time with my friends. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three, three days is a while. Yeah. And Phoenix is terrible, right? Oh, <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> like twice on business trips. And I was like, this is awful. Mm. Yeah. I went to the Grand Canyon a few years ago and flew in and out of Phoenix and I saw LP put on a show there and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, Phoenix is so cool. <laughs> went to Flagstaff, went to the Canyon, came back and a friend had recommended a bakery and it was the worst fucking bakery <laughs> I've ever been to. And there was this like shadow that like crept across my mind of like, is this real Phoenix? Mm. Is this what everyone else is experiencing here? Since graduating from high school and college, I have uh, discovered that there are certain parts of Phoenix that are starting to get cool. Okay. People have started to come in and gentrify and change okay. everything that was there. Um, it's really unfortunate that, you know, it has pushed out everything that was original from there, I suppose. Right. But um, yeah, the suburbs where I went to uh, high school, real terrible, real yeah. terrible. Yeah. And where my parents still live. Yeah. You did get to meet Delilah, though, at that casino. <laughs> <laughs> sure did. A couple years ago. Y'all know about Delilah? Delilah. Okay. Uh, 
I um, that went right over my head. Yeah. Oh, okay. You man. might be too young, and that's fantastic. I probably am. <laughs> probably uh, too young. She's a advice uh, radio oh. DJ. Uh, romance advice. Oh, okay. romance advice. Yeah, yeah. Adult contemporary classics. Yes. Absolutely. This one goes out to Tina Salt yeah. Lake. Wow. And then. Yeah. yeah. Wow, Tina's getting some great advice with that voice. <laughs> oh. Delilah is a single mother of, I think, 13. Yeah. Shut um, the fuck up. She, yeah. she just continues to adopt children. <laughs> okay. Um, as she is quite wealthy, and she um, just, you know, has to work at nighttime, pushing some buttons and yeah. choosing some songs sometimes. And mm-hmm. occasionally they're really offensive songs that she chooses. <laughs> uh yeah, thinking specifically of Natalie Merchant's uh, Wonder, that song uh, that yeah. came out, yeah, um, and really just inappropriate times that she uh, <laughs> sends that out to people with, you know, uh, intellectual disabilities. This is getting dark. I don't mean to <laughs> really be going in this direction, but um, she's super, super Christian mm-hmm. and a Jewish friend of mine who lives in Phoenix. Um, we both had grown up listening to Delilah and felt that, you know, when she came to the talking stick casino, wow, we really needed to go. Yeah. And we um, paid for the meet and greet. Uh, yes. And it was definitely worth it. She did pray over us. Oh, you didn't tell me. I don't remember that. Part. Yeah, she she prayed with everybody who was at the meet and greet. Um, oh. And I did end up getting a um, a tattoo that says "Slow down and love someone" because Holy that shit. is her slogan. Oh my god! <laughs> and feel really, really good about mm-hmm. that. It's a sloth. It's a sloth for the people yeah. at home. Oh. With a heart in my head, because I know we've talked about it on the pod. In my head, it's uh, it's like the radio DJ in the fog. <laughs> yeah, she's in a lighthouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what I'm you know. Me. You understand. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, she's on a farm with a lot of horses and children running around. Wow. Yeah. Good for Delilah. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Good for Delilah. <laughs> yeah. She deserves it. Oh. Well, I would love to spend some time talking about queer film theory. Oh, yes. Right, right, right. So your next show is tonight. This very night. This very evening. And it might feature me. It, I hope you show it up. It might. <laughs> We're counting on it. This is all news to me. <laughs> so you guys have a hard out. Uh, <laughs> correct. So, uh, how long have y'all been doing QFT, if I can call it that? Ooh, you certainly can. Um, so, I mean, if you subtract the pandemic. Oh, right. Which is an interesting time period. Because yeah. The last time I guessed it on the show was December 2019. Okay. And I remember the post that y'all did after I guessed it in the show. was like, and get ready, because 2020 is going to be our year. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was. We did that. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, but, but we yeah, kept so doing it during a, the pandemic, so I guess you could yeah, just not with the same regularity. We did a couple yeah. of like online shows nice. with Aglif, which was a lot of fun. But actually, like on stage at the Alamo, I feel like we've probably three years. It's been three years of doing yeah. that. But before us, it was actually Michael Folk, who uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. many people from this pod may may recall, absolutely, mm-hmm. actually began the show. Uh, two years prior, yeah, um, and was doing it at the Barrel of Fun uh, at the Alamo Draft House Mueller. Mm-hmm. And when they were moving to San Francisco, San Francisco. was it San Francisco? Yeah, I think so. That's I thought they where moved I drank with them. Them. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I drank with them too. <laughs> <laughs> there might have been a stop. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. When they moved, uh, Michael did ask uh, if we were interested in taking over mm-hmm. and continuing the show. And uh, we'd both guested before and like done the show. Yeah. And, and so, so it felt did. like a, a really nice, um, easy transition. And we were very grateful to do so because we'd been wanting to do a show for a while. And, yeah. Uh, like yeah, and I have so. a long history of gabbing on stage together. Absolutely. And we had, hadn't had been doing a show together for a while. And uh, so it came at kind of the perfect time. We were both kind of ready to get more involved again in yeah. uh, the, the live fun times microphone scene. Well, and y'all are <laughs> such great hosts on stage. And I also feel like you're like unique. Uh, interests as individuals make for very hilarious um, kind of like chapters. Mm. Like I remember the the Grease 2 uh, yeah. series that you were doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like how many shows did you talk about that? Because when you went up there, it felt like the coolest fucking person in school being like, and now here's my concluding thesis Stop. statement. Stop. Have you um, ever been the coolest fucking person in school? Absolutely not. Uh, but I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll yes. take it. Yes. No, I, so the goal, I remember very distinctly sitting with Mike and he hated this idea and he's just <laughs> giggling to cover his disdain. <laughs> and I'm like, just let me talk about Grease 2 every month. Mm-hmm. And we are like, give me the list of, of themes we've come up with. And I explained how I could pigeonhole Grease 2 into every <laughs> single fucking thing that we came up with. And, and you, you managed to do it. You relented, but I did it. And, and it turned out to be one of the best it parts was really of the fun. show. Yeah. yeah. By the end of the year, someone had gifted me a grease too, like an enamel pin that I still have on my jacket. Wow. And uh, yeah, people like remember. Mm. It's nice. It is nice. If I'm going to be remembered for anything, it's Gavin about how hot <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer is yeah. in Greece too, and that's fine. As you should be. Yeah. For for the listeners, can you tell us a little bit about the format of the show or oh, yes, how it works? Please. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll oh, yeah. Go for it. All right. Uh, so the the purpose of the show is to invite individuals who, uh, you know, grew up queer, either, you know, came out early on or later on. And knowing that the movies that they watched as kids had an effect on them in some way or another, uh, there were certain ones that you may have read into or there's some that you may have overtly seen uh, representation of yourself as a queer individual. And those movies had important formative moments, you know, in your childhood. So we invite people to come up and to share those movies, talk about those memories and to show clips from the movie itself, uh, to help to explain sort of why this was so formative to them. And so every month we have a different theme uh, that is kind of broad and allows people to interpret it how they need to in order to uh, make it personal for themselves. And we have people uh, submit ahead of time, you know, which ones they're interested in. And we try to just get a mix of different personalities and identities up on stage for each one of the shows. And we just allow people to, you know, be as vulnerable and raw as they need to. Uh, but, you know, it comes back always to the the film aspect of it, mm-hmm. which is something that we can all agree upon. Yeah. And so the, the show definitely can, can be like quite fun, quite nostalgic, quite touching. We also have people who are just like really excited to like over explain queer subtext. And so it's not always like a childhood thing for everyone. We definitely have people who will bring in more modern things and just give like sometimes quite professorial um, explainers on why, you know, Top Gun Maverick is uh, the queerest uh, movie of the year. <laughs> and um, yeah, so it's, 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 yeah, it's kind of over, over explaining on the queer subtext that um, folks might be missing out on. 
Well, and it seems like a really interesting opportunity for the people that you're bringing on mm. as your guest professors to be able to elaborate on something that, I don't know, maybe like we've all wanted yeah. to do with friends, but people are like, hey, like you've been talking for three minutes. Could you <laughs> shut the fuck up? <laughs> uh -huh. We give you a full 15 minutes yeah. before mm. we tell you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. That is fantastic. Yeah, I remember yes. the time when I was seeing a movie a few months ago and someone was talking about something that I had never seen before and how formative it was for them. And that was just really cool to be like, okay, yeah, like there is stuff out there that totally. is still yet to be discovered by me. And it's yeah. really cool to see how it influenced someone else's personal journey. Yeah, and everyone's experience is so like unique in that way. And the the, the breadth of the kinds of things that we get to hear about and get to see is 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 really beautiful. I'll one of my I do kind of the the A V prep with with our presenters and uh, definitely had one of our um, regulars, Dale, at one point was talking about a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie and there's some scene where Time Cop, I believe. Time Cop. Yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme is like in Tidy Whitey's falling into the splits on a kitchen counter. Jumping up in Jumping up into the splits on mm. a kitchen on a counter or maybe it was in a lamp. He did that in a lot store. of movies. And uh, he did. But, it's quite formative though. But I, get the, I get this email from Dale like saying, hey, can you just loop those like five seconds for like a minute and a half? And we did. <laughs> and we did. Amazing. Uh, yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was Absolutely. a lot of fun. Um, we also, similar to how uh, Leslie carried the Grease 2 theme mm. through the entire oh, yeah. year, we also did the Muppets. We, did, we, um, we collaborated on a year of Muppets when yeah, we exactly. first came back. Because a lot of us, COVID. you know, definitely identified with different members of the Muppets. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Which, who was your top one? I'm, it, it gets really hard to go it into does. all of them. <laughs> it gets really hard. And the true answer is incredibly niche because it's this one character from Fraggle Rock. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, that's Leslie's. That's me. Yeah. yeah. But I think Gonzo is a huge inspiration for us mm -hmm. both. Like yeah. arguably the queerest. That's Muppet. what it all came down to. And over and over again, we kept coming back to Gonzo. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. If you, if you think about it, if you um, have seen Muppets from Space. Yeah. Uh, he does eventually realize that he is an alien, mm -hmm. but his entire existence, he's always just been called a weirdo. Yeah. And never he, seen anyone who looks like him. And uh, everyone was like always, him. you know, just pointing out the fact that he just didn't fit in anywhere. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you were a kid watching the Muppet Babies or, you know, yeah. whatever it might be, he was always trying to fuck a chicken. And that yeah. was kind of like, okay. <laughs> uh, he had the nose. Yeah. Um, Which is just a dick. It's just a yeah. giant yeah. Yeah. Um, it's very Just small. so many, so many questions, you know, that were finally answered. And I think we waited and until October to finally get yeah. the answer on and, that. And wow. Muppets from Space cuts really deep too because I feel like there's this inherent queerness to the Muppets and their otherness inside of the world and it's like because they exist in this human world there is always this this ostracized like otherness that they embody as a, as a group but in Muppets from Space not only is that existing, but Gonzo is experiencing that otherness even within it. And that speaks mm. to a lot of the exclusivity mm. in the yeah. queer community. And, you know, when like allies that miss the mark and all kinds of things that can, can contribute to that kind of experience. And like Gonzo is, um, yeah. Yeah. He's Gonzo there. is it. Wow. wow. I know. <laughs> wow. I'm telling we you. Deep. We get real deep. Never would have guessed. Yeah. Absolutely. But I mean, he loves that rap. 
You it know, does. They're, they're more than roommates. It's very clear. It's true. Um, there's a frog and a pig fucking. Yeah. Um, she's definitely a drag queen. Absolutely. Yeah. Fozzie's there being the bear. You know, there's the a point where the Walt the dog runs a kennel. He's oh. like literally professional dumb. He's got yeah. all of these dogs in cages, in cages with leashes and collars <laughs> and leashes. And he's at the front desk, like talking to their humans. Oh, and who could forget the uh, pirate one with Tim Curry? Oh, God, yes. yeah, that, that's just queer in and of itself. Yes. 1, well, you put yeah. Tim Curry in anything. Anything. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. anything. Yeah. Pirates. Pirates. 100%. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I see it. I had never thought about that before. Oh, go watch any Muppet me. movie. <laughs> <laughs> any Muppet movie. You're going through them now in your head. I am, yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the surprising one, I thought, was uh, Haunted Mansion. Yeah, when they did the haunted one, yeah. it was kind of like, oh, okay. It was very current. So you yeah, may not have seen it. Yeah, I hadn't yeah. seen it. Yeah. Go back and watch it. But, you know, um, it's all of them getting stuck uh, in this mansion. Um, and... Gonzo eventually having to make the decision of mm-hmm. whether he was going to join the rest of society or live in this place. He was he was trying to save Rizzo, his, yeah. his boyfriend. Yeah. Right? Um, and he is just at that point where he is about to sacrifice his happiness for his lover. Yeah. Um, and then they find the way to to save them and, and get them out of it. It's really quite beautiful. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What yeah. a touching journey. Yeah. Absolutely. Little Gonzo. Plus it's Muppets, so you never get these like stereotypical tragic endings. And, and then we also movies. haven't talked about the Disney um, XD show, uh, the, the oh new Muppet God. Babies that came back. Oh. Where uh, fucking Gonzo wanted to wear be a princess and wear yeah. a dress. There's, a, there's an episode <laughs> about Princess Gonzo. It's amazing. And all the kids at first are like, we don't know about this. This feels a little weird. And the boys go and like put on their, you know, dashing prince outfits and Gonzo just wants to be a princess yeah. and they all eventually are cool with it. Yeah. And Disney was like, here we go. We did it. Do you remember the Thanksgiving Muppet special uh, hosted by Lady Gaga? Oh, yep. of course. Around mm-hmm. Heart Pop. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. It like, uh-huh. I remember watching it as a kid and thinking, uh, <laughs> as a kid, as a kid, <laughs> as a kid uh, <laughs> when I was young, but it was, um, uh, we're two 19 year old boys. <laughs> we just grew up. <laughs> it's fine. I'm turning 40 in two months. Let me play fast and loose with my age. Thank you. Um, she does, uh, Venus. Uh-huh. Um, and it's, the funniest thing in the world when all the Muppets rise up and go Venus uh-huh. and she goes back into the song. It's great. And she does this, a, a duo with RuPaul. And I was like, it, it felt like it was um, kind of slightly before, like there was like online discourse about it. Mm. And I was just like watching it. Cause I, a lot of clips were coming up about it this time of year. And I was like, man, if this would have come out a few years later. Mm-hmm. No, you remember Muppets tonight? Which was a, yeah. I think it was, I saw it on no. the Disney Channel, uh-huh. but it was like a Muppet late night show sketch what? comedy. Yes. What? And they would have different human guests come in. And there's an episode hosted by Prince, oh. which is right after oh. he's changed his name to the symbol and is the artist formerly known as Prince. Mm. Like that's brand new. Okay. And the entire episode is an incredible primer on like respecting preferred pronouns and names. Like it's. <laughs> phenomenal wow wow yeah this is <laughs> blowing my mind not the conversation i thought we were gonna have but i oh, love sorry. that it's happening yeah. uh, but no this is actually perfect because we have a hot topic and i mm. think the muppets could inform our hot topic Ooh. are y'all ready very 
Hot topic. <laughs> it's so, so hot. I love it. Thank you. We love it too. <laughs> so, we're queers. We're mm-hmm. talking about movies. Let's talk about some holiday movies. Yes, please. Uh, so, this is a great segue because the Muppets had their own Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. which we could talk about. Yeah. But I'm curious to know, like, what are y'all's favorite holiday movies? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kind of want to know, like, the the dark horse candidates. Like, not the uh, ones that, yeah. like, everyone knows and talks about. Or, like, if it is the one that everyone knows and talks about. Like, what is your specific, like, queer film theory, like, cinephile take on it? Ooh. I mean, I, I, I don't know. It, I, I sometimes find it hard to take a distinguish between, like, what the dark horse and what's just me being old. Um, but are, Scrooged is a yes. huge one for me. Yeah. Wow. I really adore Scrooge, which is a 1988 retelling of Christmas Carol. It's my with, favorite. It's so Christmas good. Movie, yeah. You've got Bill Murray. You've got Alfred Woodard. You've got... Carol Kane. Carol Kane. Bobcat Goldthwaite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh, fantastic. I really, really Isn't love the that woman one. from the first Indiana Jones? Yes, in yes. she is. Yeah. She plays yes. a love interest. That's right. Yeah. It's also like um, the humor's super dark. It is. Uh, and there's some, there's just like some sequences in there where I was, uh, in my mind, I'm like, I, that's not like what comedy was like back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like a little, it's like very ahead of its time, yeah. I think. I think so too. Incredible it's like, jokes. He, the, the Scrooge character in this, he's a, um, like a TV exec, mm-hmm. uh, trying to make a ton of money off of a big, like Christmas Eve rocket special or something like that. And he, Bill Murray plays it so beautifully, yeah. like subhuman. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, it's really dark and really, um, hilarious. And I love it so much. That is where the Annie Lennox song, yes. uh, put a little love in your heart comes from. It, as well. it, I, yes. Does it come from that? I remember it there's does. a, the montage yeah. when he, when he changes yeah. magically yeah. overnight is a, yeah. is a, a, it ends in song. Also on that soundtrack and uh, you see it in the movie. It's a very brief passing. Uh, he's walking down the street and he's walking by a street performer uh, and it's a trumpet player and he's just playing on the corner. It's a very brief scene. That's Miles Davis. Are you kidding? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Miles Davis uh, has a song on the soundtrack. Amazing. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. I did not know that. There you go. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to rewatch this one. This oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Um, let's see if we're going to talk about dark horses, people forget the gremlins is a Christmas yes. movie. Oh, yeah. you know, I've actually never seen gremlins. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Uh, definitely, uh, queer coded, mm-hmm. not as much as gremlins Two. Really? We can go into depth with <laughs> any time that you want to, where there is in fact a trans gremlin. Oh, oh my God. I just pictured her. <laughs> you know who I'm talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Um, her name is Greta. She actually has a name. She has a Funko Pop even. This is the part that like, what? <laughs> oh, um, yes. Yeah, everything about her is perfect. Uh, but going back to the original, uh, the Mogwai is originally given to Billy. The, the most terrible pet owner ever um, as a Christmas present. And it's during that time period that uh, the film is transpiring and all of the horrible, you know, hijinks ensue murder, you right. know, uh, and terrorizing uh, poor Gizmo uh, along the Christmas holiday season. And that's the whole backdrop for all of it. And so like the, when all the gremlins are in the movie theater and they're singing together, it's actually a Christmas movie that they're watching. 
fantastic. People forget about that all the time. Hmm. So there you or go. Maybe some of us didn't even know. I'm going to <laughs> highly encourage you to go and watch it if you have not seen it, um, because it is a lot about uh, the dark side that lives inside us mm-hmm. and the fear of living with all of that. And if you give in and don't follow the rules, then you're going to turn into a monster. Um, and then what happens when when all of that takes place? And the reality is maybe you'll just be a lot happier. <laughs> you'll just look a little different. I was, yeah. yeah, I was thinking about this, this holiday season though. And so actually to the, earlier today, I couldn't remember if Ernest Saves Christmas was actually good or if that is just some East Texas. <laughs> it's on Paramount Plus. I watched the first like 20 minutes and that is just some East Texas. Yeah. yeah. What, what is this movie? Oh, so uh, are you, are you really familiar with, with Ernest? Ernest? No. Ernest goes to camp. Ernest no, no. Uh, scared goes, stupid. Goes to oh, jail. He went to jail. Goes to jail and is scared stupid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so are uh, you Ernest? Are you fucking? Do you know <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Jim so, Yeah, Jim yeah. Varney. Ernest is this character created actually between Jim Varney and a talent agency. And oh. his first iterations was just, he would do ads. He did like um, a Taco Bell ad and like he would just like show up and stuff. And then they did a TV show. It was like a sketch comedy. And then they started making these movies. But he's just this like really clueless um, kind of doofy guy who's always wearing a denim vest and a tan hat and a gray T-shirt. And then um, he would have fit in very well with the blue collar comedy tour. Yes. He would have very okay. much so. Okay. It was, yeah. it was pre that. Yeah. He, uh, Jim Barton was from Tennessee and it shows and, but uh, in, in Ernest Saves Christmas, he is a cab driver who picks up Santa at the Orlando airport. Not picks up. Oh, <laughs> if only. Ah. If only. I got my hopes up there. <laughs> Your no, eyes went sorry. very big. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any movies about people fucking Santa? Not that I like. I mean, Santa Claus, he's got a girlfriend, right? Sure. I mean, there's Mrs. Claus, I suppose. Oh, if you believe Mrs. Claus to be a sexual being, yeah. which why not? Get a girl. <laughs> um, um, okay, this isn't a dark horse, but very queer coded. We have had this um, brought up multiple times. It's Rudolph the Red Nosed oh, Reindeer. Yes. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, about Hermes, the gay dentist. Oh. Elf. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking queer icon. I mean, the visuals in that are so good. They are. Like, they were really firing on all cylinders yeah. when they sure. created those characters. Well, sure. and, and what Mike was the first person to put out to me is that the Island of Misfit Toys is a thousand percent a gay bar. Yes. <laughs> yes. A thousand percent. Well, it's a group of chosen families. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, and also, uh, one could even go a step further and say uh, uh, people who have not yet found the right medication or mental health treatment oh. plan, <laughs> which uh, was my queer friend group. There you yeah. go. There There's you a go. lot of overlap. That Venn diagram is a circle. Yep. <laughs> Nobody wants a Charlie in a box. <laughs> That was my favorite one. Plus that sexy lumberjack guy. Okay, that's that's Santa Claus. That's from A Year Without Santa. Oh. Yeah, that's okay. what you're thinking about. Okay. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, no, uh, no, no, no. You're thinking about... The sexy lumberjack. Oh. Island Misfit Toys, right? And, and I thought that was from a different movie. Oh, no. We're going to have to look this did up you on the just, break. Did you just mansplain? <gasps> did I mansplain claymation? You can mansplain claymation to me <laughs> anytime. Oh, well, I, I, I was immediately thinking about it as well because I was like, oh, yeah, Santa used to be so hot. But it's... Uh, it's, he's Cornelius. got a red beard. Cornelius. Yeah. I can't think of any of the other claymation movies yes, at that time. Him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, that's yeah. He him. is sexy. Yeah. yeah. 
Wow. What is Yukon Cornelius or something? Yukon like Cornelius. That? You mm. and he's is he friends with the gay elf? Yes. Well, he's at the island. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> Thank you. Very important. Absolutely. Um, I am thinking of a different movie where young Santa Claus is a ginger bear mm. and is just a dreamboat. Is that an animated one that aired on Cartoon Network in the early 2000s? Is that what it is? Because I think that might be what you're talking about. Okay. Okay. I don't remember that one much, but it is like the sexy origin story, mm. but it's animated. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Jack Frost is in this one as well. And he's like, you know, always the twirling mustache mm. villainy, mm. you know, the, the Waluigi looking yeah. motherfucker. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. Okay. Maybe, there, there's, maybe there's a few on. of these. There's yeah. a lot. Yeah. There's also the one with, um, heat miser and, uh, yes. Those those are some homos too. Oh yeah. Oh good. They are screaming queens going for each throats. Mm. Ugh. But they're brothers. Are they though? But they're lovers. <laughs> <laughs> they're brother lovers. <laughs> There's some room for interpretation there. Absolutely, there is. <laughs> I personally love, love um, the best little whorehouse in Texas. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I saw that movie for the first time a few years ago, and I have since watched it every six months. Mm. And you'll see that there's a photo of Dolly Parton yeah. from the um, Austin premiere. Uh, oh. She's there with uh, Ann Richards. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. And Richard's hair is actually bigger. Yeah, they're, they're really definitely impressive. like uh, fighting each other for curled, yeah. uh, like bouffant hair. <laughs> that's what know? they're fighting over. <laughs> I love that. Because that's the song, that's the movie where Hard Candy Christmas comes from, yes. right? Right? Or Oh, it is. I was literally sitting here because I've never seen it. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know that song. But I know the song, and mm-hmm. recently, it's one of my favorite Christmas songs, and recently yeah. I like learned of that connection, so... Yeah, so it was a Broadway show, and then Dolly got involved with the movie and like totally redid the whole thing. And I would be curious to see the stage version because mm-hmm. I understand it's very different and it's more of an ensemble show. But the, when you have Dolly, you can't really. Yeah, you don't have Dolly. Like with with you got to be an ensemble if you don't have Dolly. Yeah, you need to spread the wealth. Spread the wealth. Yeah, yeah but it's Dolly. It's Burt Reynolds. Mm. Uh, it's a bunch of like great character actors. Like mm-hmm. uh, what's the guy's name? Jim Neighbors. Yeah, neighbors. Yeah, uh, as one of the whores. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he plays a like character who probably is gay, uh, but is like maybe too dumb to know it. Mm. It's just an interesting oh. like early eighties uh, yeah. comedy style. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too dumb to know you're gay. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> a lot of reasons. There's a lot of reasons. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I could go real dark. So I'm going to go back to another holiday movie that I was raised on that a lot of people don't know about. It's the He-Man She-Ra Christmas special. Oh, a lot of your listeners may not know about this one. Um, It is, it's not easy to find. It is on DVD. I do have a copy of it. Um, But in it, Skeletor is uh, overtaken by the holiday spirit and at one point actually says the phrase, but I don't want to feel good. I want to feel evil. 
<laughs> because there are these uh, two adorable moppets that are trying to convince him that uh, he would be so much happier if he just gave into the, the holiday spirit. <laughs> oh and so while all the the, um, the good people of Eternia are <laughs> celebrating in all the ways that they know how, he's uh, making snowmen um, and he's having a snowball fight and he learns that he really loves all of it. And he's just that close to making the switch over. That was what was going to make him good again. And then he decides he's not, he just can't handle it. Wow. It's fantastic. And she was in it. So yeah. I fucking loved it. And then He-Man was and like he running around like, in yeah. the snow with, mm-hmm. you know, hard nipples out. And it's just yeah. like, what? Yeah. And just a loincloth yeah. all the time. And a harness. Uh, but yeah. A harness and a loincloth. Yeah. 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 That was formative. Pretty formative for there me. There you go. Um, uh, I know you're uh, a Batman Returns girl. Right? Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Thank you. That is. I, yes. That movie is everything. It's maybe so the only good. one I return to every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's my Christmas so. Eve tradition. It's yeah. so perfect. Yeah. yeah. I am obsessed with it. I'm obsessed. It's Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. It's pre nipples on the Batman suit. It's, True. It's yeah. So funny how it's like right before the series goes full queer. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still like very queer. But I mean, we yeah. have Robin in that one, right? Uh, in the third one. In In Returns, is he not there? No, no not oh, yet. Okay. Okay. They had okay. talked about it, and it would have been Damon Wayans, but oh. then uh, hmm. that didn't come together. Yeah, huh. that would have been so good. That would have been great. Interesting. Um, yeah, I think it's an excellent movie. I also think that it has a um, aesthetic to it yeah. that we just don't really see in movies anymore. Like it's so singularly captured the way that it's campy and stylistic and uh, really like elevates what they were doing with the first movie. Cause the first one feels kind of boring after yeah. watch returns. But it was the only one that Tim Burton did, right? He did both. Oh, he did both. Yeah. Okay. But I think they were so caught up in like the mechanics mm. of how to bring a comic book yeah. to the screen with that first one. And then with yeah. the second one, they were like, Ooh, we can have fun. Yeah. 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 And we had Catwoman. And we had Catwoman. Yeah. And the Penguin in like a very scary way. He scared the shit out of me. I scared me too. Didn't like it. Yeah. Didn't like it. Um, it, For me, it is all Catwoman. It is Michelle Pfeiffer. It is that fucking whip. Yep. That fucking suit. That's yeah. That fucking suit. That she had to be like vacuumed into. Uh, yes. <laughs> and like the like toward like the end of the movie when she's like been through it and there's just like her gorgeous hair just kind of like spilling out uh-huh. through like cuts in the suit. It's mm-hmm. iconic. I had three action figures of Catwoman from that movie. Amazing. It, oh. One was not enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were they from different toy companies? They probably were, and they okay. were also from different moments in the movie. Mm-hmm. So one of them was like the suit when she first wears it at the beginning yeah. and the Selena second... Kyle. Uh, n- no, it was like when Selena Kyle became Catwoman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like, you know how it gets kind of like fucked with and yeah. like... Yeah, it's a great movie. It is. Love it. No. I love it so much. Also, um, my other so I had never seen um, what is it called the Jim Carrey Grinch movie, uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah, oh yeah, I had never seen that until last year because like really because that, that came out like right around the time I was like college, so yeah. like, I oh, watch kids mm-hmm. movies. Um, so I never watched it, and then last year I watched it with my boyfriend's uh, nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. and like. They were like, yeah, we watch this every year and they make Grinch Punch and we started watching it. And I was like, what the fuck is this movie? Yeah, and he has two moms. Yeah. And I'm like, and Christine Baranski's in it? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like, and she has like a 
a gun that shoots out Christmas lights. Yeah. Yes. It's like the weirdest. I forgot about movie. that. It's so insane. Yeah, and it's a Ron Howard movie, which <laughs> like makes no sense. <laughs> it's like Ron Howard had like a sicko mode in the early two thousands, <laughs> and was like, "Hey, let's do like sexy, horny Grinch." And who's <laughs> make the who's sexual? Oh no. Yeah, I watched that on a very awkward, like, second or third date years mm. ago. And I <laughs> it was with this guy who cooked, like, um, this, like, very bland uh, meal. And he, like, overcooked the meat. Mm. And then we're, like, watching this fucking Your roast movie. beast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a golden retriever who just, like, climbs up on the couch in between us. And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> And I have Do you want some of this dry meat? <laughs> He's like, no thanks. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah. Huh. I need to rewatch. I need to reclaim that movie. <laughs> Do it for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, stick around, folks. When we come back, we will be playing around of Queer Town Quiz Time. Well, folks, we have reached my favorite part of the show, Queer Town Quiz Time. Today's episode is extra special because Javi will be competing against Leslie. Yes. Yeah. And Mike will be judging the shit out of these two. Yeah. He's so good at that. Mm, judging? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Meow. There's Oscar the cat. <laughs> Meow. Uh, so to kick us off, I'm thinking of a number between one and 69. Ooh. Whoever is closest will get to go first on question number one. 14. Mike, you're... <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'm thinking of the number 34. Oh, um, uh, 47. The number was 27. <gasps> Which is my age. Wink, wink. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Leslie, Mm -hmm. that makes sense. You'll take us off first with this first question. Okay. In in the most lesbianic way possible, I chose that because it was Nolan Ryan's number on the Rangers. Oh, Oh. that's a sport, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't even watch it, but I, I just put that in my brain as a child. He famously broke someone's nose in the middle of a game. Mm-hmm. That's all I know about him. You two are so butch. I know. <laughs> Look at me. This is actually what today's Queer Town Quiz Time is all about. <gasps> Who's the most butch? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> okay. Here is your first question. Okay. So it's the holiday season, yeah. right? Is Santa Claus sexy? Absolutely, Santa Claus is sexy. I think we just need to tear down this idea that that being older, being a, a person in a position of authority, means you're not a sexual being. Absolutely, Santa Claus gets down. He fucks. That's what I mean. Santa Claus fucks. Amazing. All right. Okay, Javi, let's hear it from you. I do not think Santa Claus is sexy. Um... I uh, believe in ACAB, and I believe he's the uh, the original uh, police state, <gasps> telling everybody who's nice and naughty and who deserves presents. Shit. Absolutely not. I don't. I don't need that tyrant in my house eating my cookies and milk. I am toast. Fuck. <laughs> I did not expect that hot take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Wow, the original A cab. I, I, I needed the support that you gave there, and you really did come through yeah. with the naughty and nice list. But I do want to be sex positive. Yeah. I, I see where you're getting at. And we did talk earlier about the fact that when he was younger, Santa could was get it. A hot ginger? I mean, he could probably get it now. He could yeah. still get it now, but A cab. Mm. Fuck, this is hard. Okay. Uh, going back and forth, going back and forth. Going to just lean in. I like older bears, so I'm going to have to give it the list. <laughs> All right. Ooh, that was a close one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is hysterical. <laughs> well, Leslie, you're in the lead. Okay. Congrats. Skin of my teeth. Okay. So for this next challenge... We've never done this before, oh. and we're going to go a little visual. So Perfect for the medium. Remind you, this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the humor. Uh, okay, so you will have 20 seconds to draw Santa Claus okay. with your eyes closed. Ooh. Oh. Okay. We're inviting the viewers at home who can't see this into yeah. this moment. Okay, Javi, you get yep. to go first. All right. The contestant is gathering his energy. He has a pen. He has a green sheet of paper. Do you want something to cover your eyes? Oh, Ooh, use your headset. Pro nice. move. Cyclops. Covering his eyes with his headset. Okay. okay, your 20 seconds begins now. Okay, we've got some shapes. Do we need to mic that wow. stroke? Nine, there it is. Putting some pubes on it. <laughs> Admiring his handiwork. You know, it's not not bad. Let's share it with the class. It's, it's not a, not, it's not, not, bad. not bad. All right. Yeah. A little elfy, perhaps. Yeah. The yeah. pubes are bushy. Uh -huh. <laughs> wow. Okay, Javi, we're just going to put your piece of art to the side. Okay. Okay, here we go. Leslie, get ready. Now, I'm very sorry, Javi, but she actually majored in studio art. <gasps> oh. Oh. oh, well, then the pressure is on. All right. <laughs> That's a bold-faced lie. English major. <laughs> right, I am Leslie. lying. <laughs> Here, you, your time begins now. It was actually uh, blindfolded studio art that she majored in. <laughs> That's what you, you wouldn't know. Stop it. Everyone in this room is an English major. Uh, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. How the pubes look? Oh, sexy little boots. He looks like a little jalapeno. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't he look like a little... <laughs> he does look like a... He's a jalapeno popper, but his yeah. cream cheese is oozing. <laughs> Girl, you're cream cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. Well, that felt nice. Yeah. So, Mike, you have two very different pieces this of art. It's mm. really compelling. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is feeling. Uh, Mine, mine's twinkier. Hobbies sure. is mm -hmm. looking definitely uh, more middle school. Mm -hmm. um, going with the. Yeah. Ooh, and we've got a little a little bell on the top of mm -hmm. his uh, his. 
his hat that is looking quite phallic. I'm going to be very honest. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, is, that is a foreskin right there. I was going that the is an uncircumcised Santa hat. Yeah, it was reels. Santa's dick hat. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm going to have to go with... Foreskin Santa. Yeah, I. Yeah. So congratulations, yeah, Avi. Right. But Leslie, I do want to say that I absolutely do love the cream cheese droppings coming out of the yeah, mouth. <laughs> that is adorable. It's waving. It's a yeah. little hand. Um, Tex Mex Joe's. If you've been up there, oh, yeah, uh, that's exactly north. the logo of Tex Mex <laughs> Joe's. Right there. <laughs> Look at that. You should probably submit that and see if they'd be interested. In that's new probably a copyright violation. <laughs> and see you. You're majoring in blindfolded studio art. Mm. It's paying off. Truly, so truly. finally. <laughs> okay. Can I also say, because we usually talk over it, an observation about our countdown? Yeah. I think those people are British. <gasps> you just what? noticed this on Well, because normally episode. we're talking yeah. over, over yeah. the countdown. Yeah, uh, shouting. I think, I think wow. it's a group of British people. Wow. Nothing against them. We'll need but. to talk to Drewski about that. <laughs> Nothing against the Brits. Find a British person. <laughs> Uh, Easterly, would you mind grabbing our special activity? So this is a very special round of Queer Town Quiz Time. We have a bonus round, oh. which we are adding in, and this is a speed-based activity. <gasps> yeah. Whoever completes it first gets half a point. A half point? Wow. And I This thought, could be the tiebreaker. I thought drawing was the bonus round. Oh, just you wait. Oh, my God. That was just round two. Oh my. Okay. God. Yeah. Uh, I think we should do the fireball. So these have been <laughs> chilling in the freezer. Oh, bless you. So, um, yeah, whoever drains that bottle first wow. is good to go. And then drives home immediately following. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever done fireball straight up. Oh. I'm we can get some uh sparkling water or something I, else. I um to have on here. Because if you mix it with rum chata, it tastes like um, cinnamon toast crunch milk. Oh, okay. Just out there. Um, all right. She's, she's cinnamony. Our she's a red hot. Feeling Cheers. ready? Wait, yeah. am I judging this? No, <laughs> this, is, this is the bonus round. Okay. okay. Yeah, but you also thing. could judge this. Okay. Don't feel like you need to hold you back. Can. Oh, I'm judging yeah. both of them. You can judge us <laughs> for drinking for fireball. For doing this. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Three... Two, Ninth one. Okay, here we go. That's oh, not that bad. Oh, uh, back. That's that Leslie much. Leslie already <laughs> lost. Oh, I lost. <laughs> I took a tiny sip. Yeah, Javi finished that in approximately <laughs> half a second. I might Congratulations. On. Thank you. Here, do you want some water? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, funsies, but... Mmm. You want Santa's foreskin? <laughs> now that I've had approximately a, a teaspoon and a half of Fireball, yeah, there's I don't know. It's just such a nostalgic taste memory of a Red Hot. It's oh, such a Red it Hot. It is. Mm -hmm. It's really that fantastic. So I might keep sipping on this. All right. Nice. Nice. Game's over. I, I Just love so that. You know. <laughs> All right, let's get to the next round. Okay, so you thought that we were done with the drawings of Santa. <gasps> Guess what? Oh, no. You were wrong. Oh, God. I now want to hear what this depiction of Santa that your opponent drew oh. is doing tonight. Oh. 
So we're close to Christmas, but we're not quite at Christmas, mm-hmm. right? Is he in mm-hmm. vacation mode? Mm-hmm. Is he stressy? Is he messy? Mm-hmm. Like, what narrative is going on? And you're going to have to hold up your opponent, Santa, while okay. you talk. All right, Leslie. Okay, your time begins yes. on the count of three. Three, two, one. Okay, this this Santa had a manscaping emergency. He accidentally <laughs> trimmed all of his beard off, but has it just dangling. And he's really panicked about the season, uh, not really passing for Santa. At the same time, he's realized how phallic his hat is. And he's just having a full-on existential crisis about if he can really pull it off this year. Because even Santa has imposter syndrome. <laughs> Amazing. All right, Navi, your time begins now. Um, St. Nicholas here is an absolute drunk mess. And (laughs) this happens every year. And the elves are like, God damn it, he's doing it again. We're two weeks away and he is just disheveled. An absolute mess. But every year he's going to pull it through. But tonight's a dark night of the soul. And uh, he's going back to the bottle. (laughs) Back to Papa Joe's. Y'all ever been to Papa Joe's? It's really good. Pop, what is Papa Joe's? Papa Joe's Tex Max. My jalapeno Papa. Oh, I thought it was just Joe's. It really is Papa it's Joe's. It's Papa Joe's. Okay, Papa fantastic. Joe's. Where is yeah. it? Springdale. Oh, okay. It's great. They I was make like, menudo, I, but only on Sunday. Here's the thing. When, when you described that as a logo, I was like, I've seen that logo. <laughs> <laughs> I know what they're talking about, this but I can't accurate. place the restaurant. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and... Yeah, I mean, that Santa is a drunk mess. He is. Mm-hmm. Um, he is losing his cream cheese. Mm. Yeah, um, Leslie Santa, yeah. Javi's story. There's bits just flying everywhere. <laughs> and yeah. I, it's a sad story. It's a real sad story. It's harder to relate to than an existential crisis with imposter syndrome. I do feel like um, Javi's drawing did give us truly an understanding of of what does happen when the beard does come off mm. and living the lie underneath it. Mm. So um, I'm going to have to give this one to Leslie. Wow. The crisis right yeah. before this close to Christmas. That's rough. That's rough. That's rough. But That's rough. hopefully he, he grows. He's quite here suit. And he's gonna he's gonna grow that beard back. If we in learned no anything time. from the from Santa, Santa Claus, Claus. He'll it, be fine yeah. by He'll morning. Fine. Overnight. Yeah. yeah. Overnight. Grows back. Yeah. yeah. Well, well congrats, Leslie. Down. You are now in the lead. That's right. our Queer Town Quiz Time winner. <sighs> I'm loving it. Okay. So we're all familiar it's with It's tied. I'm here. Oh, oh it's from, tied. It's tied. <laughs> Great. Glad I'm not <laughs> keeping score. How can it be tied? I have a point five. Yeah, there's there's Fireball, yeah, Javi got point five for three rounds and a point five. <laughs> We're at two and like, one point five. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, whoever's winning, get ready because you've got another question coming your way. Okay. We're all familiar with God, I am the tipsy. night before Christmas. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Apparently, chugging a tiny thing of Fireball in point five seconds will do that. Sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> no, as I was saying. Penalty for Gryffindor. Uh, no, as I was saying, uh, we're all familiar with uh, "Tis the Night Before Christmas" mm-hmm. and all through the house. Not a creature is stirring, not even a mouse. I want to hear the 2023 queer version of that. Ooh. Let's update it for the current times. Oh. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, Javi, you're first, right? Okay. Okay. Here you go. Uh, "Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring except the young gay child of the family who said, "I've." got to go to a gay bar or I'm going to commit an act of murder in this house. So he's shaking his little 
rum chata bomb bomb <laughs> down <laughs> island of misfit toys. <laughs> if you all could see the the glaze that went over Hoppy's <laughs> eyes. <laughs> As that happened, <laughs> it was magical. <laughs> it really brings a new meaning to that story of Christmas. So familiar to many of us. It was like such a rage that came Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's about. That's what the holidays are for. Leslie, you feeling ready? I do. Yeah. You got this. this uh, it was the night before Christmas and all of the house, not a creature was stirring except the adult lesbians who are staying in an RV on the boat ramp uh, who are getting high and um, watching the reboot of Justified starring Timothy Oliphant because one of them has a weird crush on him and it really bothers her wife. Um, uh, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure is what's going to be happening yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, are you the Timothy Oliphant no, fan? No, Allison loves that little thing. He's not little. He's not little, but on the TV uh, oh, yeah. He's like two inches tall. Small on the TV. Depending on the size of your television. <laughs> Depending on the size. Yeah, she that's fair. Just loves hey, it. star of the Broken Hearts Club. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'll be talking about at Queer Film <gasps> Theory tonight. Yes, yes, yes. Full circle. Yes. Tonight. Full circle. Mm -hmm. Yes. Tonight. Full circle. Um, I'm judging things. Um, and I really appreciate uh, the autobiographical nature that mm. that took uh, when when talking about updating it for 2023 in a queer uh, perspective. Um, goodness, I, I want to... I, I, I want to talk about the the reality yeah. of what it is for you to be experiencing that, mm. but we can process that. We can process that offline. over dinner for sure. Okay, um, Javi, I really feel for you. Um, you really showed a, a part of your soul, <laughs> and uh, because of that, we we really gotta we really gotta give it. Yeah, thank you over there. Thank you. The thank rum. You. I will say, um, my Christmas will be much more like yours. <laughs> it will okay. definitely be me in my childhood bedroom with uh, my boyfriend yeah. smoking a vape pen yeah. and mm. watching something on an iPad. Yeah. Sleeping in a Honestly, childless we're, bedroom. We're lucky that we get the RV on the boat ramp. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. That's included space. That is nice. It's nice. Yeah. It's Fantastic. Elizabeth, nice. <laughs> how are we doing point wise? <laughs> we've got two and we've got two and a half. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. If it's yeah. A half point, yeah. I think that half point is really going to be the game. Yeah. It might be. Yeah. yeah. It might be. Unless there's only one more question to be asked. There is only one more question. <laughs> yeah. Ruh -roh. She's sipping her fireball over here. I can't believe I'm still <laughs> sipping this. You got to catch up. You might as well just Listen. check it. Down it. I'm having a lot more fun now. Are you? That's <laughs> this <laughs> podcast finally got fun. <laughs> Easterly, can you bring these um, every time? <laughs> Is your cat drunk? <laughs> uh, that motherfucker is trying to escape my house again. His oh. new girlfriend lives in the alleyway or oh. the house behind us, and he's trying to get down to her. You have a straight cat. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I didn't know until today. It was, no. it was oh, a total surprise. That's so rough. You're sure he's not just uh, obsessed with her in like a oh, like that Midler way? Yeah, I want to look like her. Yeah, I want to be her. It would be fabulous. You picked okay. that Midler. I, I think that. we've got yeah. literally like time for a rapid fire final question. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm trying to think. What was it? What was it? What was it? Fuck me. 
right here on the podcast. Wow, that's... Uh, oh, I got it. Okay. <laughs> Rapid fire. Okay. Everyone thinks about snow globes as mm. being kind of boring and antiquated and straight. Pitch me on your queer update. Oh, I'm first. Um, uh, instead of snow, it's just ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> Floating amongst... Um, uh, I, tiny fireballs. <laughs> uh huh. Tiny yeah. fireballs. Tiny fireballs. All right, Javi. Here you go. I really caught you off guard. Uh, it's just like a, it's like a montage in a in a snow globe. We have a a, a little Troy Savan doing that weird oh, yeah. um dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in it. Um, who else is in it? Uh, there's a there's a scene from Carol. <laughs> oh no can we collab because i think it should be boy genius as joyce <laughs> grabbing their crotches oh i think it, both of them get the point for that one that's really nice i think you should both win absolutely oh, i think you should both win. in the spirit of the holidays yes yeah the spirit of the holidays yeah and you know what it's been a great fucking episode it has We've loved hanging out with y'all. This has been so much fun. Ugh, let's do it tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) After we've done Queer Film Theory. Which I do. Oopsie. Apparently our SD card filled up during our final minute or two of our recorded conversation with Mike and Leslie. So sorry about that, folks. Trying to wear as many hats as I can with this show, but sometimes I don't wear them all to the best of my ability. But you know what? I loved this episode and I'm so thrilled that we got to have our friends at Queer Film Theory come guest with us. And if you want to guest with Queer Film Theory, make sure to hit them up on either Instagram or Facebook to find out how you can be a guest professor throughout 2024 in front of their movie-loving audience at Alamo Mueller. I'm really excited to see everyone who's going to be at tonight's show. And... For those of you who listened, who love us, who are supporting from afar, thank you. It's really great to be able to mark another year with all of you. And you know what? The holidays can be a really weird, awkward, and draining time for those of us in the queer community. So I hope that you're able to find yourself in some spaces that feel cozy and warm and give you the rest and relaxation that we all deserve after whatever the fuck this year was. So thank you again for spending the past hour with us and thank you for supporting Queer Town throughout 2023. We're back next year with fresh new episodes, but make sure to come back next week for our best of 2023 episode. We've got a lot of great highlights throughout the year that we're excited to share with you. So thank you again for being here and thanks for being queer. Bye y'all. Well, that's all folks. Queer Town is a Hey Kerwick production. Each episode is lovingly produced by yours truly and Kristen Washington. Our editor is Drewski Hewlett, and our project manager is Elizabeth Easterly. Visit Queertown on Instagram and Twitter for more updates on today's episode. Thanks for being here, and thanks for being queer. Bye, babes. Bye, babes.